Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about why I want you to rebuke me. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about why we should want to be rebuked. Now, I don't want to give cause for rebuke. I don't want to, I want to strive to live a life that doesn't deserve rebuke. But as hard as I strive, I know I still fall short. But the humble recognition that I'll never be perfect doesn't give me a reason to stop trying. In Romans chapter 6, Paul asks, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Christians are dead to sin. And though we're free from its heavy burden, we have become slaves to righteousness. And that's how we should live our lives. It's never nice to hear that we aren't living up to that goal. But how much worse would it be not to hear it when we need to? You know, Paul wrote uh, that our Christian race is supposed to be hard. He said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Do not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I don't fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. We are running a hard race. It requires strict training and self-discipline. And sometimes it needs some honest and clear coaching. We should ask for rebuke when it's deserved. Proverbs 25, 12 wisely says, like an earring of gold or an ornament of fine gold is the rebuke of a wise judge to a listening ear. Wise rebuke should be cherished. It should be like a precious metal for the child of God. So our question for today is how often do we say, rebuke me? Who in your life is willing to reprove you? Are you cultivating friendships that are honest enough to allow for reproof. Those friends are like fine gold, according to the proverb. Another proverb calls the counsel of a friend sweeter than oil and perfume. Proverbs 12.1 says that whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. We may be reluctant to hear rebuke when we need it, But over and over in Proverbs, we're told that honest advice and correction is rare and it's valuable. Quite bluntly, we're told that we are foolish if we refuse to hear it. That's not to say that it's in any way unnatural to be apprehensive about correction. But we have to overcome that unease if we want to mature in life and in our faith. Reproof is the only way we can do that over the long term. Because just like everyone else, we aren't nearly as wise as we wish we were. Isaiah warns us, woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight in Isaiah 5 verse 21. And Proverbs sentences us saying, do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him in Proverbs 26, 12. 
That's why the one who hates reproof is stupid, because we need more wisdom than what we have on our own. We need other perspectives than our own, and we need more strength than our own. Again, Proverbs says, the ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. In Proverbs 15, 31, reproof is rare, it's valuable, and it's vital. And we need to constantly be building relationships that foster that kind of correction and encouragement. I have no doubt in my mind that that is one of the central purposes of the Lord's church. We are here to rebuke when rebuke is needed, to encourage when encouragement is needed, to take care of when care is needed, and so on. Proverbs 3.12 tells us, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Encourage one another every day. The word there could also be translated exhort, meaning to urge or or, or encourage or, or even compel someone to do something or not to do something. Exhortations, they are not just encouraging sayings that you can get stitched into a throw pillow. They are calls to action. They're rebukes. If an exhortation doesn't immediately require anything from us, it might be inspirational. It might be a good conversation. It might even be encouraging, but it is not an exhortation yet. It could develop into that, but it's not there yet. We are not called simply to flatter each other or even encourage one another, but to say what needs to be said in order to defend people from sin's deceitfulness. We should rebuke others when it's needed, and we should ask for a rebuke from, for ourselves because I don't want to ever turn away from the living God. You know, the writer of Hebrews also makes it clear that this isn't a one-way street. We are to encourage, to exhort one another daily, and exhortations must be given and received by all Christians regularly. Yes, there are people uh, who are more mature than I am physically, spiritually, and it, it feels more natural for me to receive more correction from them than I give. But no one is above reproof. We are all caught up in this dying world. And until we die or the Lord returns, the church is how we train for the battle we're in. This has to be happening all the time. This isn't the the Bible version of an annual performance review. We exhort one another. We encourage one another. We rebuke one another every single day, as long as we're still calling it today. This is a constant process of giving and receiving. You know, what happens if we neglect these exhortations? We may be hardened by sin's lies and led away from the living God and all that comes with him, forgiveness and hope and love. Reproof, it's uncomfortable, and it should be. When we're rebuked, we're reminded that we're flawed, that we're living imperfect lies. That's never nice to hear, but I would much rather be rebuked now than on the judgment day. The the writer of Hebrews continues in verse 14, and he writes, We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As has just been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God... Uh, swear 
that they would never enter his rest if not to those who disobeyed. So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. We are running a hard race. Many have decided that they'd rather stop and sit along the side of the road. I don't want that to be me. I don't want that to become me. And so I ask you to rebuke me. Be my coach and I'll be yours. Together, if we exhort one another daily, as long as it's called today, we can keep each other running towards a living God. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.